On this episode of Intent Topics, we're going to talk about utilizing technographic data in sales outreach. I'm Chris Battis, and this is Logan Kelly, and today we'll be talking about a few things. What is technographic data? How can you use it in your own outreach? And we'll teach you a few techniques to laser focus your personalization and sales outreach. Logan, why don't you give us a quick overview of what technographic data is? Yeah, man, it's basically just what a what software and technology a company is using. Um, yeah. Do you remember that campaign we released for Union? Uh, I think it was last week. Yeah, the one where we were identifying uh, people that were using HubSpot, but also looking for leads. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That, that, that campaign was really successful, wasn't it? Yeah. It was super successful. Um, so, so that's really the power of technographic data. So if you think about it, there's three things, and we're going to talk about all three of these things today on the show. Um, there's three things that technographic data can really help our sales teams with. So the first one is it can provide context to outreach. Think about that it is like, personalization at scale, right? Okay. The the second is we can really laser focus our offerings. Right? Sure. So so you know, we can we can really build offers specifically for different segments of of our target base. Mm-hmm. And then the third piece is we can conquest conquest like champions, right? So, you know, it's like what if I could know all the people who used my competitor or um, looked like they were using my competitor based on the software they were software they were using. Mm-hmm. We can get that information and we can build you know outreach on that. So so what you're saying with that is like instead of identifying like a person or a company, it, you're you're saying like at scale, take a large group of people mm-hmm. to then to then have this laser focused offering with the yeah. context, right? Yeah, Very cool. exactly. Yeah. So yep. so think about it like this. Um, say you're a HubSpot user, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is to my first point, which is provide context, right? Yeah, so let's, let's so, dig so, into that. Let's go. Yeah. So, okay. So you're a HubSpot user, um, mm-hmm. and you know, you've gone through all these different trainings, um, mm-hmm. you've consumed different eBooks, right? And, mm-hmm. and a HubSpot's done a great job of, of kind of creating this culture around it. Yeah. So if I'm a HubSpot user, I'm I'm basically focused on using um, that software to build campaigns. I'm not really looking at other pieces of software to do exactly that, right? So, so basically, when we say provide context, I can speak to the user of that software mm-hmm. in the language that they are used to, and I think sure. that's incredibly powerful. Right. Now, here's the other thing. Uh, I don't have to, with technographic data, I don't have to go through, now you and I have done this to validate the data, right? We've mm-hmm. opened up the source of a mm-hmm. page and mm-hmm. we look for the signals of the, yeah. of the, oh, yeah. of the technology, right? So yeah, and you can, you can identify a HubSpot website from about 10 miles away. Right, right. And I think like HubSpot, you know, it's a, especially like the HubSpot CMS or the HubSpot forms, you know, it's like HS forms and that kind of stuff, right? In the code. Yeah. Yeah. But there's more, there's more nuanced things than that, that are, that are incredibly difficult to pick on up on without technographic data or, um, an army of coders at your beck and call, yeah. which 
which you know here at Union we've actually we've actually managed to do. Yeah, we started doing that, you, you know. So yeah, but pretty what, awesome. What just like a drill into that a little bit it might be a little bit of a off off point. But one thing I want to talk about is how it felt when we we pulled out this data and we'd identified a bunch of people using HubSpot, mm-hmm. and then we were looking at the code and there's various levels of usage or various tools people were using that you could identify in the code, whether it was uh, just the tracking code to to track analytics or a form, or then, you know, it's very easy to identify like a fully, fully hosted website because it's just HS you know, everything all over the place. Mm -hmm. And then having migrated uh, thousands and thousands, thousands of, uh, Websites when I worked at HubSpot is the HubSpot blog is like one of the easiest things to identify. Um, sure. And um, anyways, there's a bunch of ways that you can identify a HubSpot page. So I, I found it very interesting to validate the data, and then we yeah. were very comfortable going into the the campaign because we were like, hey, this is spot on, and we we stopped checking after like thirty, didn't we? Yeah. We just yeah. we just believed it. Yeah. It's cool. easy. Yeah. And so. I think like uh, a CMS or, or, you know, a, a, like a content management system mm-hmm. or, or, a, you know, a blog site. Yeah. Those are super easy to see. Yeah. But like, what about enterprise software, right? So what sure. about Salesforce? What about SAP? Things mm-hmm. that, you know, if I'm messaging into a company that, that uses ERP software and I know mm-hmm. that they're using this particular ERP software. Right. Um, I can... I already know like this is how they're this is how they're they're operating on a day to day, right? Based on on that stuff. So so I'm gonna make sure that I message it within that context. And I think that that's incredibly powerful. Um mm-hmm. and and you can if you do the research once, you can kind of replicate that throughout your outreach as opposed to needing to, you know call in or validate or, or somehow get that information. So I think yeah. that's where, that's this context that like, it's easy with HubSpot, but like, all right, I know my, my prospect speaks in this way because of this more obscure software. Mm-hmm. So, so now I'm going to message in like that. Um, that's, that's, that's fantastic. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. So even uh, versions of softwares can change you know, this might be getting more into the offering side of things, but like certain levels of a piece of software may have different um, services provided to the user. For example, some some uh, versions of a piece of software may come with support or not, sure. right? And so, so there could be opportunities sure. for different offerings within the data, right? Once yeah. we can uncover it. Yeah, yeah. That's There's some pretty advanced things that, that, for instance, that we're working on here at Union to really understand like versioning, you know, like Mm -hmm. I know things like uh, Drupal, for instance, you can see, you you know, there's pretty good data coverage as far as like what, you know, what version somebody's on, but, Mm -hmm. but some of these more uh, sophisticated softwares, it's, it's a lot harder to see what version or, you know, particularly, you know, what, um, what modules of something that, that, that a company is using. And, right. and that's really where, you know, depending on the complexity and depending on the value, right. Um, you know, a, a business can then invest into 
really yeah. refining that that you know technographic data. But I can say that for ninety nine point nine percent of businesses, just mm-hmm. that basic usage data is is enough, right? Especially for for SDRs, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And, yeah. and business yeah. teams. So yeah, we've been taking it a level deeper here, but just the data alone suggests a ton of information to allow you to provide context. Right and right, and, and exactly. focus the offering. Yeah, cool, cool. absolutely. So yeah, and then, and then we can get into like the the offering focus. So, uh, you know, it's it's as linear as like, okay, I am a Salesforce development shop, mm-hmm. and I'm good at integrating, uh, you, you know, one ERP into Salesforce, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, you know, so I'm going to take those two pieces of data, like, are they a Salesforce user and do they use this ERP and I can target them. Right. So that's like a pretty straight line thing, right? Like, do you use this? Do you use this? I'm going to message you because I know these two things, but the more, I, I think one of the, the, did, was I clear on that one? Just so we're, yep. so I can move yeah, on. Yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. Totally. So, so the, the less clear, uh, path is like, all right, how does an organization think, right? Do they use ERP software or, or um, are they not that advanced, right? Um, does, do they have a marketing automation tool and not a sales engagement tool? Um, do they not have marketing automation tools? You know, so like we can start to judge and build our profile um, and our fit, you know, our fit sort of profile or ideal mm-hmm. customer profile. Yep based on the technology that somebody's using and then create offerings around that. So what I mean by an offering is anywhere from a special, you know, so, you know, we'll do this and, you know, we'll discount it for, for, you know, users of, of these particular products as well as like this can kind of influence go to market strategy. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of, there's a lot of um, people who have come up with these great offerings that have no idea how to, how to get, the offering into the hands of the people that yeah. you know they should be, and so I think you know who they who they are, but like you got to right. knock on a lot of doors to find right, the users right. of these particular things, and and that's really where you know we can say here's this piece of software that I've written or this you know this this service that I provide based on this particular software. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit that. So yeah, fish where the fish are. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, and then and then the third is like the conquest piece and yeah. I love this stuff. So, <laughs> uh, with intent data, we've here at union, you know, we've been able to see like when a company is like in a, in a switching mood or, or there's mm-hmm. something discomfort or, mm-hmm. Or there's like, they have this piece of software, but they're looking, you know, they're, they're searching for things that that piece of software does. Right. For so example. Like, yeah. So for example, ahead. like, like with HubSpot, where I yeah. use users using HubSpot, we can say that's the technology they're on. Why would right. they be looking for marketing, marketing automation or, you right. know, X, XYZ thing that HubSpot does for free or cheap. Right. So exactly. Exactly. something's up there. Exactly. And so, you know, for, when you see that, right? Like I'm going to go conquest that all, all day long. I think that <laughs> that's, that's super powerful to be able to say, you know, I know that you are my competitor's customer. Um, but, and I'm not going to tell that to the, to the prospect, 
but like, here's some value that we provide. Here's some content that we, that shows that we are experts, right. Mm -hmm. And it, that, that we can solve that problem. Um, and that is, that is like, it's been incredibly powerful for us and incredibly powerful as well for our clients. Um, and we, you know, we have some campaigns right now that are absolutely crushing it in multiple, multiple industries and verticals. Um, you know, so, so yeah. Yeah. Think, think of it this way too. Not only is, could it be used for sales and we've, we've started down this path. Um, but imagine you're an agency or just like mm-hmm. an account manager at a certain software and you're looking for these signals to try to, uh, reduce churn or, yeah. or, or maximize retention. And, right. um, it's kind of like the opposite. Maybe it's buying signals, right? But I'd call it like leaving or churning signals of, right. um, of, of people surging on these topics at these companies if they're already paying, and I know that some companies have put a lot of money into trying to predict and stay ahead of uh, mm-hmm. these retention issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, it would seem to me like this data would be really useful to to, to help with that and, and identify when somebody is is potentially looking at things that don't don't show signs of success or or maybe could influence renewal. Um, yeah. So just that's just like kind of another use of the of the data. Absolutely, and. I, I completely agree with you, especially like there's these very expensive software products, you know, anywhere mm-hmm. from, uh, there's a lot of them, right? ERP, CMS, marketing automation, just huge commitments mm-hmm. that are, that are being sort of like just outclassed by lower cost um, products, you know, Squarespace yeah. crushing yeah. it. Yeah. I'm not sure there's, you know, I, I put a Squarespace setup to a lot of different websites and I, I just, I just like Squarespace a lot of times more. Yeah, and so is. I think that, that that's really where, you know, what you're talking about comes into play because, you know, these bigger companies are on defense, like hardcore defense for yeah. the rest we, of their existence. We've recently just rebuilt our site and I'm like a hardcore HubSpot COS guy and I built it on Squarespace. Right. Yeah, it looks beautiful. It looks and, beautiful. And I'm really happy with it. And so, yeah, I got to log into another place, but the ability to manage the pages and the templates is just, I could just move faster. Right. Um, right. And, but, you know, I, I don't know as I would have shown up as, as uh, well, I don't think our company's really showing up on many radars because we're pretty small, but I, I would have been, I did a lot of research, right? We made a decision, what, what are we going to build on? Right. And I did a bunch of research for about a week. And so, yeah you know, it could have been shown. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, so, so if you think about that, like if I'm a partner, a HubSpot partner, like why didn't, why wasn't that tracked? Right. Like wh- why didn't someone reach out to you knowing that you were looking at other platforms? Knowing that we're and, a partner? Well, no, uh, like, so, so union resolute yeah. is looking at other platforms. You are actively researching and not a single other HubSpot partner Right now, they might not have known, or they might have known, so so it might be irrelevant. Um, right. But like, but like, we didn't get outreach, and I think that's where the opportunity is for partners of these big software companies to use right. intent data and to look at the sort of pseudo conquest. Right, like either another partner is screwing up, and and you know the 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 user of this software um, is not happy. Yeah. And is looking to solve a problem or they're looking to switch. Right. And, and that's where the opportunity is for agencies mm-hmm. to crush it 
whether you're a yeah. development agency, um, uh, you know, outsource sales agency, you know, there, there's yeah. tons of different places that, you know, you can use this technographic data, layer some intent into it and have a pretty good starting place for your mm-hmm. account, you know, your target account sort of, uh, uh, base, right. And, yeah. and then layer contacts into it and you're off to the races. Yeah. So there's a, there's a pro tip for any partners listening in on, on ways you could identify, uh, potential good fit clients. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other pro tip is go ahead and uh, give us a call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we might build it on Squarespace or something right. else. Right, right, right. Awesome. Cool, Logan. Well, anything else you wanted to go into before we wrap up here on, on technographic data? No, I think I think it's a complex name for a simple idea, right? It's just the <laughs> software that somebody's using, and I think it's a good starting place to to build context and and personalization at scale and really impact you know the go to market and conquest strategy of of a whole variety of businesses. It. Yeah, so cool. cool stuff. And we use it every day. Yeah, we use all right, it folks. Every day. All right, folks. This wraps up today's episode of Intent Topics. I'm Chris Battis, and I am Logan Kelly. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day, everybody, and please don't forget to give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast app you use. All right, thanks. Thanks.